Welcome, everyone, to Devori Darkens Live. I'm so happy to be here with you. We are live on TikTok and Facebook as well. <clears throat> I had a great show yesterday. Uh, talked about what is your mindset for 2023. And I'm going to help you even further develop that mindset you need to be successful. Uh, now, if you don't know what this is about and you're just now joining me for the very first time, uh, this show, this podcast is called Devore Darkens Life. I'm Devore Darkens. And why should you listen to me? Well, I have experience and I've been studying and I've been coaching people on a few things. Number one, helping people live their purpose in life, because that's really where your life starts. When you start doing things that are in alignment with what you love to do and what you're dedicating your life to, life gets better. Uh, number two, mindset. Well, in order for you to be that person, you're going to have to make some changes in your mindset, of course. So we teach you about the mind. And then lastly, uh, learning the principles behind taking the right actions. 
So a lot of people are not taking the right actions. They're doing too much. They don't know how to keep it simple for themselves. They're all over the place. Uh, and this is what I've been doing for quite a bit now. And the bottom line is if you're looking to find a way to get the results that you want in your life, then you're going to want to listen because that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Now, what makes me different than any other person out there? Well, I don't really care what other what other people are saying. You know, the bottom line is the whole point to why I do what I do is to teach you how to do what you already know you should be doing. So this is not about giving you more knowledge. Uh, this is not really about talking about stuff that you already know. Uh, the intention behind this is to get you to do it. That's the difference. Because nothing's going to happen if you don't take action, right? So that's why you should listen. That's who I am. And now we can get on with the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, all right. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about the most powerful word probably in the English language, and that is belief. Because if you don't believe in yourself, why do you think next year will be different for you? If you don't believe, how could you get what you want? We were talking about this early on a coaching call this morning. How can God bless you with the things that you're praying for if you don't believe? How does that match? It doesn't add up. Right? It, how can the universe bring into your life what you're asking for if you don't believe? The price is belief. That's the price. It's not really a financial thing. It's an emotional thing. It's a mental thing. If you don't believe, how can you receive? Now that might, that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> if you don't believe, how can you receive? Think about that. If you don't believe, how can you receive? You can't. And that's why a lot of people, they say, well, this doesn't work and that doesn't work. But if you were to really investigate their level of belief, that's why they don't have what they want because they don't believe. And just because you say it out loud still doesn't mean you actually believe. How many times did you say, oh, yeah, I believe I could do that, but then you don't really do it? It's because you actually don't believe. And remember, the doing part in our lives is controlled by our subconscious mind. That's where the belief needs to be. That's where true belief is developed. So, yes, you can believe in your conscious mind and say, yeah, I believe I can do this, I can do that. But that doesn't mean you're going to actually do it if it's not in your subconscious mind. Now, if you're like, well, wait, what does that really mean, Devori? Well, it means that your subconscious mind controls your behavior. Whatever you're thinking about, it has to pass through your subconscious mind for you to do something about it. To send it through your subconscious mind requires emotion and repetition. And that's how you start to believe it. It takes emotion and it takes repetition for you to start believing in yourself. Now, don't worry, I'm going to get into the details, get into the steps, uh, and make sure by the end you have some practical things that you should be focusing on to develop this belief in yourself. Now, where do we start? Well, we start with reading from Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this book, of course, the link to this particular book is in my YouTube description. Uh, so if you're on TikTok or Facebook, you'll have to go to my YouTube channel to get this exact copy. 
Um, and I'm going to be reading from the chapter called Desire, because that is the first principle to achievement, according to Napoleon Hill. And when we say desire, what are we talking about? Think about it yourself. When you wanted something, when you really wanted it, you took action. You made a decision. You went after it and you got it. It's because you had a burning desire for it. Now, also think to yourself, the last time you said you wanted something, but you didn't do anything about it, did you really have a burning desire? Did you really want it? That's why Napoleon Hill says the first principle here in all achievement is desire. A person has to want it. It's, it's not just talking about it. It's not just, you know, um, wishing for it. It's actually saying, I want this so bad that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Right. And nobody can give that to you. That's something you have to develop. Uh, now, sometimes it can happen where something happens in your life and it's just like, boom, you have a burning desire all of a sudden. And other times you're going to have to feed this desire and turn it into a burning desire. So where we start is on page 65 of my book, where he says, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. And this is why I said, if you're wishing, that means there's no expectation on your, on your behalf. You're wishing. It's hope. It's like, uh, maybe we'll see. You know, there's a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive what you want. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Think about that. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. You're not ready to manifest that thing until that thing is inside your subconscious mind. Until it becomes a dominating vibration inside of you, meaning you feel it. You're not ready for what you want until it becomes natural. A natural feeling of expectation, anticipation. The state of mind, your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. And this is why open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. Why is open-mindedness so essential for belief? Because you've already been programmed. You were told what to think for decades. You're just made up of a bunch of habits, a multitude of habits, a multitude of beliefs that you did not create yourself. Somebody else did, your environment. So if you plan on getting to where you want to go, you have to reevaluate your current conditioning your current belief system, your habits, you have to find, okay, this is where the disconnect is. I'm holding on to this negative belief. It's causing me to be closed-minded. I need to get rid of that. And you have to be open-minded enough to actually do that, to actually have that conversation with yourself to say, hey, you know what? I have been doing things on my own. I think I knew better. I think I know better. And you know what? I'm wrong. That's you saying, hey, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to be more open-minded to learning new things in a different way. And by doing that, uh, what happens? You're going to start developing that belief. But if you have a closed mind, meaning you feel you already know everything, you don't need to change, or it's not possible to change and get what you want, well, you won't have any faith. 
You're not going to have any courage to step out your comfort zone. You're not going to believe. So let me read that all together in his words, Napoleon Hill. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. This is in the very first principle of think and go rich. So you have to believe you can have what it is that you want. So now we're going to get into some common mistakes that people make. Number one is they're not actively studying new ideas that would cause them to believe that they can get what they want. Now, what does that practically look like? For example, um, instead of uh, people uh, dedicating time to understanding who they are and the power that they possess, they're wrapped up in what others are doing, right? They're too busy following what other people are doing and not focusing on themselves. They're too busy looking at other people's results and not focusing on the results that they want. Now, one way or another, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to go about your day. It's your responsibility on how you live your life, on how you choose to use the time that you're given. You can use the time you're given to feed your mind the food that it needs to thrive so you can start believing in yourself. Or you can keep starving your mind by feeding it and neglecting it with negative information. But that's a decision you get to make. That's a choice. So problem number one uh, is people are not actively um, listening to this information. And when I say listening, I, I really mean studying the information. Right. So like, for example, we have people who they want to read the next book so quickly, but they don't even understand the book they just read. For some reason in our education system, they did not teach us the art of studying and mastering things. What they taught us was to just keep it pushing, meaning just read this book and keep moving. You don't have to understand it. You don't, even if you were to memorize it, you don't even have to know how to apply it. Just keep moving. That's the problem is that although we have access to all this information in today's world, right? We have access to an abundance of information. Right, All knowledge is at our fingertips today versus 100 years ago. The problem still remains. Just because we have access to all this knowledge doesn't mean we know how to apply it. Doesn't mean we're going to do it. And we're continuing to see that uh, in the world because how many people have you observed in your own life, maybe even yourself, where you feel lost? You got the information. You read the book. You listened to the podcast which you're still not doing. Why? Because you don't know how to do. Right? You've been trained to just gather information, not trained to apply it. And that's a habit on its own. The habit of taking knowledge, organizing it into a plan of action, and applying it to a definite goal. That is a habit on its own that has to be developed with people. And that's what successful people share. That's what they have in common is they can get the knowledge, they can organize a plan of action and then start working that plan immediately without delay. 
This is the, they're like, okay, this is what I want. Here's what I'm going to do. Execute. And then they're executing. But not many people come into this world and from a child up to adult learn that. Now, there are people who do, but for the vast majority of people, that's not what they're doing. They're just, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. I don't want this. I don't want that. Then they go get more knowledge and they keep thinking about what they don't want. And none of it ever comes to a point where they say, okay, here's my plan. One, step one, step two, step three, and I'm going to work this plan until I exhaust it, until I get to where I want to go. That's not a common mindset. Mindset. Think about it. When's the last time you said, this is what I wanted. Here's what I'm going to do. When you stepped out to do it, you quit because you faced resistance. Right? So just because you know doesn't mean you're going to do it. That's the big problem here with belief. Just because you know, that doesn't mean you're going to believe it. That doesn't mean you're going to do it because you're not feeding your mind the food that it needs so you can strengthen your belief around what you want. And um, that's just the bottom line. I mean, think about it from this perspective. Let's say you grew up in the ghetto. You grew up in poverty. Well, why would you ever believe that you can become wealthy if you never go around those people, if you never study wealth, if you never think about wealth like that? If you don't pick up a book and study wealth, what makes you think you would actually believe that? You wouldn't. Because you're already programmed. I think I made my point. So th that's the first problem is what people are, the lack of studying, the lack of understanding. Oftentimes, I say this a lot, you have the understanding to get in your car right now and turn it on, drive it out of your parking lot, head to the grocery store, get the groceries, pay for it, and come back home safely. You had that understanding. You've learned how to do that with repetition over the years. But the problem is, is people don't have that same level of understanding when it comes to achieving goals in their life. They don't understand. They don't understand the process. And so why are we here today? Why are we doing this? Why are you here? Because you want to understand. Well, the only way you're going to understand is through repetition and applying it. Right. So as I go through this today, you got to call yourself out and say, hey, am I applying what I've been learning or am I just gathering more information? All right. So that kind of segues to problem number two, why people don't believe they're not taking any action. Because you got to back that belief up with action. Right. Like you say you believe that God has a plan for you that he's going to take care of you, that he's going to bless you. But then when we go look at your behavior, it contradicts that. Think about that. You really got to call yourself out on this. Oh, I say I believe in the law of attraction. I say I believe in God. I, I believe in the universe. But then when we look at your behavior, you're telling a different story. And that's okay. The bottom line is for you to become aware of it. So you can change it. Like the first step to anything is awareness. You like in order to break out of a prison, you got to know you're in one. In order to solve a problem, you have to know there is one. You have to acknowledge that there's a problem to develop a solution. So it's not blame game or anything. It's just about you saying, hey, you know what? I need to become aware of my behavior. 
Is my behavior matching who I want to become? Is my behavior matching what I'm asking for? And if it's not, I need to become aware of it and I need to make some changes. So the problem number two is people are not backing their beliefs up with action. Right? And listen, this can be a challenge because some of these actions you need to take You've never taken these type of actions before. You've never made these type of decisions before. And then on top of that, people around you have never seen you do things like this before. So they may question you. They may look at you funny. They may shoot your idea down. This is why you really don't have any business trying to explain yourself to anybody. You don't owe an explanation to your family about your dreams. You really don't. If you truly desire something, you owe it to yourself to see it through. You can't sit there and expect other people to understand that because remember, we just said it, right? People lack understanding. So if you barely understand, just imagine the people around you. They definitely are not going to understand. And it's not, it's not your job to make them understand. Your job is to focus on you. You are in control of you. Your job is to strengthen that belief. Your job is to understand. Your job is to get yourself in alignment with what you want. You can't waste time with other people and trying to explain yourself, especially when you're trying to explain something to someone who can't understand yet because they're not at that level. That Their level of consciousness isn't there yet. That's like, think about it. That's like somebody on Wall Street going to your house today and trying to talk to you about stocks and you've never ever invested in your life a penny. Your level of consciousness when it comes to investing is not there yet. Right? So again, um, that's not your job to do. Your job is to take the action. The problem is people aren't taking the action. It's not lining up with what they say they want, what they say they believe. And this is so empowering because when you start to call yourself out on this, you're going to get better. You're absolutely going to get better. And that's the whole point here is you got to take control of yourself. You got to have the control, the self-control to the point where when you find that your behavior is contradicting what you want, you have the ability to step back and say, hey, you got to snap out of that. Let's get back to it. Let's get back on track. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to take control of myself and I'm going to move in this direction. That's where you really want to get to. But to get to that level takes understanding, constant studying about what it is that you want, about yourself, about how your mind works, because all of these things, it speaks to one word, awareness. The more you become aware of what's happening inside of you, the more you can get over it and get in control of yourself. Well, why do you think so many people struggle with anger issues? Why do many young people have depression issues? Because they're not aware of what's going on inside. They don't know. They don't understand. They're just in total reaction mode. This is what's happening in my life. I don't like it. They internalize it. They dwell on it. They think about it. They, they hit depression. That's literally what's happening. Because nobody has set them down and explained to them what's going on inside, they don't have the understanding. And this is why I'm saying, I can wrap up this point very clearly here. You as a child were told so many times, have a better attitude. You need to be more confident. 
You need to believe in yourself. You need to be positive. But did anybody actually teach you how to do that? They told you to do it, but did they teach you how to do it? Didn't I tell you to do this? Don't you know how to do that? Didn't I raise you better? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Well, why aren't you doing it? I don't know. Yeah, because your parents don't know either. And it's not their fault. They did the best they were able to do with the information they had. Right? So when we understand this, this is so, this concept is so powerful, especially for the parents listening right now, because you literally have the ability to teach your kids something your parents didn't teach you how to think for yourself, how to get in control of yourself, how to understand the way your mind works. So when the self doubt comes in, the negative self talk comes up, the feeling like you can't do this, you can't do that, you start to know what's going on and you move past it. But that's not what we were taught. And so we're learning these things for the very first time. So that's really the problem, folks, is people are not studying with repetition. When, when I say studying, I'm talking about intentionally reading something over and over and over again with the goal of understanding it so they can apply it in their life, not with the goal of just gathering more information. And number two, they're not backing their beliefs up with action. If we audit your behavior, if we audit the way that you use your time, doesn't match what you're asking for. You say you want a better relationship. What are you doing about that? You say you want to be healthier. What are you actually doing about that? You say you want to earn more money. What are you doing about that? Or are you just talking about it? This is the part where you got to take responsibility. And responsibility is the key to our freedom. And this is why I read in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill on page 65, the chapter called Desire, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. That's how you get ready. You got to believe in yourself. And I'm going to get into some things you should be doing to strengthen that belief. But you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe that it's possible. You got to believe that you can have what you want. If you don't, it's not going to happen. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. I'd recommend, especially if you're a person where you're like, you know what? I really don't believe in myself. I recommend you read that paragraph to yourself every day for the rest of this year. Just make a decision right now. You know what? I'm going to read this paragraph every day when I wake up and before I go to sleep. I guarantee you by the end of the year, something's going to start clicking for you. It's just a lack of awareness. It's a lack of understanding. You hearing me say this for the very first time, that's not enough. You got to hear this over and over and over and over again just like all these other habits you have in your life. You have it because of repetition. You speak the language because of repetition. You eat the food because of repetition. You dress the way that you do because of repetition. You walk the way that you do because of repetition. You associate yourself with people because of repetition. It's all repetition. And the sooner you accept that and fall in love with the repetition part, the sooner you can get to understanding 
and moving on to bigger and better things. So what's the first thing you got to do to start developing this belief in yourself? Well, number one, I already just said it, is repetition. It's the repetition of you focusing on what you want, not what you don't want, but focusing on what you want and seeing yourself there. Now, I know you've heard that. So what does that even mean, right? Because again, I'm not here to kind of tell you. I want to get you to see it and, and know how to do it. So when I say you got to, with repetition, focus on what you want, I'm talking about you using your mental faculty called imagination and visualizing yourself having the thing that you want. You got to do that. You just have to. There is no other way around it. You got to see yourself having it. Not see it happening, but see that it has happened. Right? That's a key indicator there. You want to go to the end result. You want to go to the outcome. And you want to see yourself experiencing it. So let's do a little example here. Let's say, you know, you're a person that says, hey, you know what? My goal this year is to be a better father. Well, you got to picture yourself being a better father. You got to picture yourself having these great memories with your children. Picture them saying to yourself, you're a great father. It's a movie you get to create in your mind because you're the director. Think of it this way. Your conscious mind is the director of the movie. Your subconscious mind, that's the characters. That's the actors, the actresses. That's everything else that's going to make the movie happen. If you as a director are not clear on what you're trying to achieve in this movie, you're going to be sending confusing messages to the actor and the actresses, and they're going to be all over the place, right? And we've seen this in real life when we talk about movies. You ever watch a movie and you're like, God, who, who directed this movie? What were they thinking, right? Well, it's the same thing here. You got to be focusing on what you want as the director. You got to play that in your mind with repetition. Now, I know this very well because this is what they made us do when I served in the military. Repetition is a key ingredient to reprogramming people, especially soldiers in the military. It's constant focusing on what we want, not on what we don't want. They're constantly trying to train us to adopt their way of doing things. That's what they're focusing on every single day. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on what you don't want? Are you focusing on reasons why you can't have it? Are you focusing on what other people are doing? It goes back to what I was saying earlier. Too many people are too busy being concerned with what other people are doing, what other people think of them, what other people have or don't have. You got to get out of that. Who cares what other people are doing? That's got nothing to do with what's going on in your life. You got to focus on you. You got to focus on what you want. And as simple as that sounds, and I know you heard it a thousand times, call yourself out and say, hey, am I actually doing that? Am I actually focusing on what I want? When you wake up in the morning, what are you focusing on? Are you already focusing on things that will trigger anxiety for you? Or are you focusing on things to calm you down and start your day off the right way and, and create 
this positive emotional state, right? Like, again, it's that simple. How are you going to bed? Are you going to bed thinking about, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I didn't like this. You're out of control. You're not focusing on what you want. This concept sounds so simple, but guys, I'm telling you, it's really misunderstood. Because you can literally say, all right, I want to be a be I was given the example. I want to be a better father. And then like five seconds later, your programming is going to be like, oh, well, you don't have time, man. You got to go to work. You got to make more money. You got See, now you're not even focusing on what you want. You've already shifted out of that. And now you're focusing on what you don't want. That's how quickly it happens to people. So although you've heard it a thousand times, focus on what you want. I'm calling you out. Are you actually doing that though? Or do you focus on what you want for like three seconds and then kick out of it and go back to like, well, you know, this isn't the right time. Kids are still in school. You know, we don't have the money. Uh, we can't do this. You know, what are you actually focusing on? So number one, you got to focus on the right things. And the reason why it's so important is because Napoleon Hill says it best. The repetition of affirmations to our subconscious mind is the only known method to develop the emotion of faith. When you believe in something, you are now expressing faith. When you believe in what you want, you will have faith. When you don't believe in what you want, you will not have faith. So to get that faith, to get that belief, it takes repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind. Repetition of visualizing what you want. The repetition of seeing yourself there. And am I telling you this is an easy thing to do? No. This is why most people will never become successful because that's not easy to do. I'll just be honest with you. It's not. It's not easy to do, especially if you've never done it. Now, will it get easier? Yes. But it will always be a challenge for the rest of your life. It's just like working out. Is working out easy to do? No, because it hurts. And if you're not working with the right techniques, you're going to hurt yourself. But can it get easier? Yes, it can. Because what we're talking about right now is your ability to actually think for yourself. And most people do not think. They're basically living like a wild animal. They're just reacting to their environment. That's it. They're not pondering anything. They're not imagining anything. They're not visualizing. They're not reasoning. They're just total reaction mode. And the vast majority of people will be that way for the rest of their lives. But I have a feeling you're not that. So will it be a challenge? Yes, but it's a worthy challenge. It's worthy of your time. And it really, it doesn't cost anything. That's the crazy part about it. But the irony is when things don't really cost money, we take them for granted. When we don't have to take out our wallet and drop some serious money, we don't take it seriously. Again, that's programming. We all have been programmed to only put value on things that we've spent money on. So you got to be aware of that. You got to be aware of like, hey, hold up. I got to put more value on my thinking than I am on what I'm actually spending money on. Because the material things, they only go so far. But it's what you're focusing on with your mind that is really important. 
So number one, you have to focus on what you want with repetition because that's what you're impressing upon your subconscious mind. The belief is in your subconscious mind. The faith comes from the subconscious mind. So you've got to feed it. That's what you're doing. You're feeding your subconscious mind the food that it needs to develop the desire, to develop the belief, to develop the faith. That comes from the ability to focus with repetition on what you want and not get involved in what you don't want. That's really what it is. And that's why you got to have a short-term memory with what has happened over the course of this past year. You can't, you got to stop thinking about what you didn't do this year. Just keep focusing on what you want. Okay. Number two, number two, we already said that you got to have the repetition, right? Number two involves your emotions. So you've got to practice the emotion. A lot of people will come to me and they'll say, hey, you know, I can't feel it. I don't feel it. Yeah, because you're, you're not used to, to, to doing that. So you got to be a little patient. But you got to start practicing the feelings. I say practicing because I think that's a simple way to put it is every single day, you should be practicing feeling good. Feeling good about you, feeling good about what you want, feeling good about life. Like The more you practice that, the more it becomes natural. I go back to my time in the military. That's all we ever did was practice 24-7. That's all it ever was. Everything we ever did was just practicing for the real thing. That's it. We were never doing anything for random, for funds. You know, it was no. Everything you did every single day was practicing for the moment you get deployed overseas and have to fight in a war. That's all we were ever doing. Well, it's the same thing here. You've got to practice being the person that would have the thing that you want. You got to practice the feeling. And to get there is to just practice feeling good. So what are some emotions? Emotions could be gratitude, right? Enthusiasm, happiness, love. Like just practicing those emotions. Now, so another way to go about doing that is to express it towards other people. So express love towards other people. Express your enthusiasm. Express your gratitude. Because when you do that, you're practicing the feeling. And sometimes it may be easier when you first start out to do it for others before you start doing it for yourself. Meaning it, it's got to it's gotta go both ways. What you send out into your environment and how you treat other people is everything. It also is equally important how you treat yourself. So you got to what? Feel good about you and also feel good about other people. When you're walking around feeling negative about people, you're only hurting yourself. That's a negative vibration. That's not going to give you what you want. Like I said, if we were to look at what you say you want in your life and then pay attention to your behavior, is it in alignment? If it's not in alignment, it's because of what we're talking about right now, your emotions. If you don't naturally feel good about what you want, if you're not feeling enthusiastic about it, if you're not feeling inspired of it, why would you do it? 
Why would you believe? Right? So you've got to do what? Practice the feeling. Practice feeling gratitude. Practice feeling love. Practice feeling happy. Practice feeling enthusiastic. Practice feeling optimistic. Stop practicing feeling negative all the time. We all probably at some point in in our lives have become professional negative people (laughs) because all we ever did was feel negative about everything. Well, we don't have to do that. We don't have to live our lives that way. We have the ability to be in control. You are in control of you. You can change your emotions. You can. Now, this doesn't mean 24-7, 365, you're going to feel good. No. But it does mean for majority of the time, you should be feeling good. Right? And again, positivity and feeling good is not always, you know, doing jumping jacks and celebration. It also has a lot to do with how you respond when things don't go your way. Again, it calls into question because your behavior match what you ask for, what you say you believe. Think about that. You say you believe God has a plan. You say you believe things are going to work out in your favor. You say you believe that you're going to get the things that you want, but when you step out and you take action and it doesn't work out, you quit. That means you don't believe. Just because it doesn't work out doesn't mean it's not working out. You think about every person who was a part of the advancement of our civilization. What if they had quit? Think about it. Then that means someone else would have figured it out, right? But again, we have to stop this nonsense of like, well, it didn't work out, so this isn't working. That's ignorance. All of nature There is a process. There is a timeline for a seed to germinate, for it to grow, and then ultimately for harvest. That's throughout all nature, and it includes our lives. But the lack of understanding of that is what makes people impatient. And they start doubting their faith. They stop believing. They stop doing the things. And then they get off track. It's because they don't understand that everything is a process. It's a journey. And that's why I said you got to practice feeling good so when you're going through this journey, you're not really getting caught up because you've been practicing this already. You've been practicing being grateful. You've been practicing expressing love. You've been practicing leaving things better off than you found them. You've been practicing feeling happy. For a lot of us out there, we didn't really feel these emotions as children because of our environment. That's still no excuse. You got to practice it. And you can. And again, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but how do you practice feeling happy? Do things that make you happy. Find out what genuinely makes you happy. Not resulting to drugs, but what actually makes you happy. Practice gratitude. What are you really grateful for? I mean, if there's a problem in the world besides ignorance, gratitude would be right up there. It's just a lack of gratitude with people. They're not truly grateful for what they've been given that they didn't even have to pay for. 
Think about how many people have sacrificed, sacrificed their lives for us to be where we are today as a civilization, as a country, as a community. Where's the gratitude at? People spend more time complaining about what's wrong with the world and they're never giving any attention to what is right, what is good, what has happened, what is happening. And you, whatever you spend your time focusing on, that's where you're going to find your emotions. So you want to practice feeling good about you. You want to practice feeling good about your life. And you want to practice feeling good about what you desire. You got to feel good about it. You got to feel good about it. That's why I said step number one is you got to feed. You got to feed your emotions. You got to feed your mind that that food that it needs to trigger those emotions. If you're not stimulating your mind with what you want, why would you feel this way? You wouldn't. Okay, so number one is the repetition of focusing on what you want. Why? Because it feeds into step number two, you practicing the emotions. And step number three is you got to back that up with action. You got to put yourself in the position to win. That's why sports, it's an amazing, amazing creation because sports can teach us about the law of attraction. Sports can teach us about the way the universe works. Sports can teach us about ourselves. Sports can teach us about life. The teams that always win the championship are the teams who actually believed. You'll never hear someone said, well, I didn't believe we were going to win a championship. No, they believed. They, they believed. And usually it happens because everybody on the team believes. Everybody. And not only that, but we look at the actions that they were taking. All of the practices, all of the training, all of the studying. This is what gets me. Athletes are paid millions of dollars and they study their craft more than people who are not being paid millions of dollars, but have the ability to study themselves. Like what, what I'm saying is a lot of these people, they're getting paid money. And they don't really have to study at the level that they do, but they do it because they want to be the best. What's your excuse? There really isn't any. Like this is what I'm saying. Sports can teach us so much. Think about the basketball player. How much game film do they review? How much game film do they watch? How much game film do they break down and study with repetition? That's why I'm saying the problem before we even get to developing belief is, are you studying what you want? Are you studying yourself? These are part of the actions that put you in alignment with what you want. Are you taking the action to study? Are you taking the action to have accountability? Are you taking the action to have a mentor or a coach? Are you taking the action to alter your environment? When I say alter your environment, I'm talking about your home, 
Does your home reflect the goal that you have for yourself, the belief you're looking to develop? I believe I want to be healthy, that I can be healthy, but my pantry is filled with Snickers and peanut butter and pudding and cakes. Do you see how that doesn't match up? So the action is like, okay, what actions am I taking to put myself in alignment for what I want to receive it? What actions are you taking to put yourself in a position to receive the things that you want? If you want to receive more health, what actions are you taking to put yourself in a position of that? Are you working out on a consistent basis? Are you eating at home and cooking your meals? Like, get this. You're asking for better health, but you eat out every single day. You're asking for more money and flexibility and freedom with your finances, but you eat out every single day. It's a total contradiction. So you got to look at your actions. And again, why did I talk about the vibration first? Or this, the second thing was your vibration, your emotions. You got to practice the emotion. Why did I talk about that first? Because you're not going to take any of these actions if the emotions are not there. Like you may go in your pantry and clean it out. But if you're not emotionally in this, your pantry will go back to having Snickers and peanut butter and or, uh, um, what is that thing called? Um, it's the yellow, yellow candy bar. Now I forgot it. Um, I used to, my, it used to make my teeth hurt. Um, what, not Snickers. What's the other one? Let me see here. Now I have to, I have to get the answer because this is going to drive me insane. Uh, let's see here. It's called Butterfinger. <laughs> Butterfinger. Okay. If you're not emotionally involved, even though you clean out your pantry, you're going to go back and fill it up with Snickers and Butterfingers and pudding and almond joys. Sounds really good, huh? Uh, Crunch and Hershey's. Payday, you name it, Kit Kats, Twix. Oh, yeah. And we know when it comes to candy bars, it's just nothing but sugar. That's why you get addicted to it. We know. But are we doing, right? So the actions. That's why you have to be emotionally involved. That's why you got to practice the emotion because when you step out to take the action, you'll only stick it through if you're emotionally involved. This is why I said the first starting point of all achievement, like Napoleon Hill said, was desire. That's emotion. When you truly want something, when you have a burning desire, that means you emotionally believe that you can have it. You're willing to do whatever it takes at that point. And for you, it doesn't feel like you're working hard. It doesn't feel like you're being extreme. But for the person who's not emotionally involved, it does feel extreme. It does feel like you're working harder. See, that's the part that people have to understand is when you're in the right vibration emotionally, you've been practicing these emotions. When you step out to take action, it doesn't feel the same way for you like it will for others. For you, it feels effortless. For you, it feels like this is part of the plan. You're in flow. You're, you're in the spirit of it. You're taking action. You're moving forward. But for the person who's not emotionally there yet, they feel like they're struggling. They're trying to force themselves. So that's why I say number two is so important. You got to practice that feeling. Anyways, I digress. Getting back to the actions, you got to alter your environment. You got to 
reevaluate who you're spending your time with. That's an action. You got to audit how you're using your time. Are you spending more time on social media consuming instead of creating? Are you spending more time on social media caught up in other people's lives instead of focusing on your own? That's an action. Another action is when you're faced with a decision that you know you need to make. You never made it before, but you got to make it. It's outside your comfort zone and you're scared, but you've got to make it because that's the action that sends the message to your mind that, hey, I'm serious. It sends the message to the universe. Hey, I'm serious. I am this person. I'm, I'm ready for what I want. But if you're not taking the action, why would it happen? And if I go back to sports, think about this. Just think about the NBA player. If we go through these three steps I'm talking about, the NBA player has to focus on what they want. They got to focus on what they want. They got to see themselves becoming the player that they want to become. And they got to run that in their mind. They got to be obsessed with it. And then they got to practice the emotions of that. They got to walk around feeling like they're great. They are a champion. They are getting better. They're perfecting their craft. They're becoming the best. They got to feel that way. They got to practice that. And they practice it because they keep feeding the emotion because they keep focusing on it. And then they back it up with action. The way they practice, they practice like it's real game. They study like they're a master of the game. They, they look at the film tape more than anybody else. They show up to the gym before anybody else. They leave after everybody else. They, they're willing to pay the price that other people don't want to pay. That's why they become great. That's what happens. A lot of people think, if we, if we say Michael Jordan, people think like he's the only person that had that gift. No, there's a lot of people who had the same gift, if not better, but they didn't have the same burning desire that he had. They didn't have the same belief and they definitely didn't take the same actions. So they didn't get the success. That's what I'm saying. Sports can teach us a lot about the law of attraction, about success and mindset. It's there every single day. Everything that people are doing. Uh, this is throughout all life. So to develop that belief in yourself, number one, you got to focus on what you want and you got to study that. Right? You got to feed your mind. Number two, you got to practice the emotions. Gratitude, love, happiness, enthusiasm, optim uh, being optimistic. You got to practice that. And I say practice because I think that's the best way to put it. Your goal every day, your objective is like, hey, did I practice that vibration? Did I practice the belief? Did I practice the emotion? And then number three is, are you taking those actions? Are you making those decisions? Right? A decision is based on what you want, not on what you think you can achieve. It's based on what you want. A decision is not based on what logically makes sense. It's not based on historical data. A decision is always truly based on what you want. And if you really want something, you'll make the irrevocable decision to demand yourself to go out there and do whatever is required to get it. And on this path, this journey, you're going to be faced with decisions. And these decisions are going to show whether you are being the person you say you want to become, whether you believe in the thing that you want, it's going to show whether you do. 
because the decisions you make will always be in alignment with what you're attracting into your life. So if you believe that what you do is so important, why are you not showing up? If you believe you deserve better, why are you not doing better? If you believe you deserve respect, why don't you respect yourself? Actions. You got to back it up with action. And action, again, is the last step, in my opinion. A lot of people do it in reverse. They try to go take the actions. Emotionally, they're not there yet. I'm telling you, you got to first focus on what you want. You got to practice the emotion of it. And then you got to move into action. Practicing these things on a daily basis, it will get easier and you'll see things start falling into place. And you have to understand when you step out and you take action and it doesn't work, that doesn't mean it's not working. Remember, you say you believe, so who gives a shit if it didn't work? You're going to keep moving forward anyway. You say you believe, so it doesn't matter if someone said no, somebody rejected you, you failed here, you failed there. That's all irrelevant. Because you believe. And it's going to happen. And if you think that you're not going to fail, then you have the wrong expectation. You're going to fail because you've never done it before. You're going to make mistakes. That's part of the process. Again, if we don't understand that, we won't know how to respond when that takes place. So when you do fail or it doesn't work out or you make a mistake or whatever, if you don't understand what's going on, you'll bounce back. So you have to understand that this process of facing rejection, not it not working out, um, you know, you making a mistake, that's part of the journey. That's part of the process. And these things are happening because they're teaching you what you need to grow in. They're teaching you what did work. They're teaching you what did not work. And your job is to keep moving forward. That's what we're doing in our lives. We are tweaking. We are, we are reevaluating. We're going through iterations. That's what we're doing. We're going through levels. But some of you guys are stuck at the same level because you, you're lacking the understanding of what we talked about today. So hopefully today you have the understanding and now you're going to apply that. So recapping here. How do you start believing in yourself? Number one, you got to focus on what you want and you got to study that. When I say study, that might mean you got to pick up the book and use repetition to understand what you're reading. You cannot just read it once and then think you got it. You can't just think about what you want, want once and think that's enough. No, you got to go back to it over and over and over again until it starts to dominate your mind. Number two is you got to practice the emotion of what you want. And the way you do that is practice the powerful emotions of love, gratitude, happiness, enthusiasm. You practice those emotions and they start to become a habit for you. Well, you're, you're already in harmony for what you're asking for because that's how you would feel if you had what you wanted. And number three, you got to back it up with action. You can't say you believe. You can't say you want this or that. And then we look at your actions. We look at how you use your time. We look at how you're living and it doesn't match up. So call yourself out and say, hey, what can I change about my daily behavior? What can I change in my environment? What can I change about how I'm operating? 
to match what I say I believe in. You, you, you say you believe better, you want better, you want better people in your life. Stop hanging around people who are not them. It's the bottom line. Stop going around those people. You say you want to focus more, you want to be more productive. Stop wasting your time on social media then. Right? These are all things that you can do and it doesn't cost any money really. It really doesn't. If you're serious, you know you're going to need accountability. If you're serious, you know you're going to need someone to guide you through this. You're going to need a mentor, of course, because we all need one. Because your subconscious mind, the way it's already been programmed, is going to try to talk you out of this. So yes, you heard this today. You got to make the changes. You're going through for a week, two weeks, and all of a sudden, you start slipping and you're going back because it's a habit. And that's why having accountability and being exposed with repetition to someone who's pushing you is so key. It's so key. But that is how you start to believe in yourself. All right. Uh, let's go to questions. Let's see here. Uh, let me connect my phone. Give me one moment here. <clears throat> Jasmine Adams, thank you for joining us. All the way from Sydney, Australia. Love it. All right, let's bring up the uh, questions here. As soon as my phone. All right, there we go. Lebanon. Yeah, I've never been to Lebanon. Where is that at exactly? Yep, I'm on YouTube today. You, you should have seen me. Uh, Dana9190 says, saw one of your videos about self-sabotage hitting hard today. I am scared to go to my interview. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to push the negative thoughts down and just be myself. So what you got to do is I would go through the process of what I just went through. So when you go to the um, interview, before you even walk in the building, sit in your car for five minutes and go through what I just said. You've got to be the director here. You've got to see the end result of this interview. How do you want it to end? Right. How do you want the interview to go? So get it this, uh, uh, put it to you this way. What would it look like if the interview was success? You did everything great. They loved you. How would you be leaving the interview then? What would that look like? What would that movie scene be? So think about it. You are a director. You need to create a movie scene that shows that you had a successful interview. Come up with that picture in your mind. Okay. That's number one. Number two get into the emotion of that. How does it feel 
that that happened. And you're doing this in your mind. And, and hold that feeling for a good minute or so. Right? And then take a deep breath. Get out of your car. Walk into there. And you're going to knock it out. You're going to knock it out of the park. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. It, that is such a priceless piece of advice that the the valuable idea behind that is I don't think we could put money on it. It's just really that powerful because what you're doing is using your mind correctly. You're thinking for yourself regardless of the appearances. You're telling your mind, this is what I want you to focus on. This is what I want you to do. You've given it that command and then it executes. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, yeah, Butterfinger. I figured it out. Mr. Goodbar. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Is practicing learning more about it? Is, is that a question? Uh, is blaming a medical issue a reason to slow action? Or is that a BS excuse? Well, anytime you're blaming anything, you're in excuse mode. So there's no reason to blame anything. Everything's happening the way it's supposed to. What you got to do is look in the mirror and, and call yourself out and say, hey, am I doing the best that I can? Are you doing the best that you can? I think that's the real question. Are you doing the best that you can? If you know you could do better, then there's your answer. Uh, I don't know how to, I'm going to say Curva uh, writes, how can we manifest fast? Well, there's no way to know how fast something will manifest. All you know is what is your vibration around what you're trying to manifest? That's going to have a lot to do with it. And it also depends on what it is. So, for example, um, why, does it, why does it have to do with what, what why does this, convert, this answer why does it have to do with what you're asking for? Because let's say you're asking for a free cup of coffee. Is it really hard for you to believe that that's possible? No. You have no problem believing that you can manifest a free cup of coffee. So it's going to happen fast. You have no problem with that. But if you were to start trying to say, well, I want to manifest my dream home in the next 30 days, what's your level of belief on that? It may be a one, a zero on a scale of one to 10. Well, that's why it's not going to happen, right? So that's why I say we're not going to get anything that we are not emotionally ready for, that we're not in the right vibration for, that we're not in harmony with. We're never going to get that. God is never going to put something into our life that we are not ready for. So when the question is, well, how do I manifest fast? I think that's the wrong question. The question is, are you ready for what you're asking for? Are you ready? Are you in the right vibration? Do you believe it? How do you feel? That's the question. Trying to figure out how fast you want it means you're operating from a place of being desperate and lack, and that just backfires every single time. So um, that's the way that I would answer it. But I don't ever want to, well, how, how can I get this faster? It, it's no, how can I be better? How can I get in the right vibration for it? How can I get in alignment for it? That's the questions. How fast it comes, that's not really 
anything I can really control. Right. But what I can control is how I feel about it. What's my vibrational alignment to it? Meaning, you know, if I'm wanting something to manifest fast, do I believe that? Do I feel good about that? Does it feel natural? And if it doesn't, that's where I need to focus my attention on and getting that up. Anything is possible, especially for the people who do believe. That's correct. That's correct. See, when we talk about manifestation and goal achieving, success, all these other things that we say we want in our life, it's always, it's always going to come down to what is your feeling about it all? Some people, they feel enthusiastic. They believe. They feel open. They feel ready. And others, they don't feel that way. And that's why it doesn't happen immediately. So the, the game here, I guess, if we put it into perspective, especially about today's show, is you got to focus on what you want. And that's all that matters. Stop spending so much time focusing on what you don't want. Every time you spend time focusing on what you don't want, it gets you out of alignment. It changes the way that you feel. That's an issue. That's a problem. The solution is to focus on what you want. To see yourself there. To get into the emotion of it. To practice. This is all practice. You're not going to master this today. And quite frankly, you may not master this for the next 12 months. It's going to take time for some people. That's okay. The point is, is that you can get better. You just got to keep practicing. You got to keep showing up. That's just the bottom line. All right. I appreciate everybody who joined me live today, especially on TikTok. Uh, it's great getting back to this. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing uh, this month, uh, and we're still locking in the dates, but I'm going to dedicate three days to going over what I went over today. And helping you organize what it is that you want into a clear plan of action. And giving you the tools to do that. We're going to create something like that. We're going to launch it this month. Uh, dates are still pending on that. But just a heads up. And you're going to want to be a part of it. Because what's different about what we do is we're not just giving you knowledge. We've already got the knowledge. We know you already have the knowledge. That's not what we're doing here. We're taking our experience and what we're going to do is intelligently organize this knowledge into a practical plan of action for you to follow so you can get to where you want to go in life. Because if you're not following an organized plan of action, you're going to be all over the place. If you don't have the right support, you're going to fall off the program. So we're going to give you some tools. We're going to give you some opportunities for you to not only get clear on what it is that you want, but to get yourself uh, there emotionally, to get yourself the right vibration and to give you the plan of action you need to follow so you can see this through and get to where you want to go. So that's coming up. We'll uh, be sending that out uh, to the email list here shortly this week, and I'll, I'll announce it again on the podcast as well. All right. Uh, as we wrap up here, one more comment. Understand you have a, a divine right to what you want. Exactly. I think this is why I love Bob Proctor. And what he teaches so much because his original book is called You Were Born Rich. 
being rich is our birthright. And riches is not just financially. Riches is anything that you desire. Health, relationships, happiness, success, career, business, family. That's all riches. And we have the opportunity today to become rich in our lives, but we got to do what Napoleon Hill said. We've got to think first. We've got to learn how to think, and then we will grow rich. All right, guys, that is the podcast today. Thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, if you want to access the replay, you can by going over to the YouTube channel. It, it's immediately available. And then we will upload the audio version to Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon podcasts uh, no later than tomorrow. All right, guys, thank you. And we will see you soon. Take care, everyone.